Welcome to Sit Down with RHS, an exciting new podcast from the Royal Hospital School where we bring to life the unique impact the school makes to young people's lives. In this series, we're chatting to members of the alumni to hear how RHS set them up for success, not just academically, but how it's given them the life skills, confidence and resilience to thrive and follow their ambitions. We'll be hearing from professional sports people and fashion designers, to environmentalists and software engineers. In this episode, we're sitting down with Annalise Matthews, an alumni member who's now saving the planet with compostable food packaging. We hear what she's working on now, how the teachers gave her the confidence to ask questions throughout her career, and how the range of activities gave her such a rich start to life. Over to your host, Arabella Nordy, interviewing Annalise Matthews. Well, good afternoon, Annalise. Uh, this is exciting, sitting down with RHS um, alumni. And firstly, welcome to Annalise Matthews. You are a waste management consultant. I mean, if I was going to ask you, what is waste management? What does that actually mean? Yeah, <laughs> it probably brings up um, a lot of different thoughts across different people. And I suppose the easiest way to think about it is that my day-to-day focus is looking at recycling in the UK and waste management in the UK and really focusing on primarily organics but when I work with clients you know they have a plethora of different waste sources and everything from plastics cans glass and the the way the UK infrastructure and government is moving is obviously looking to recycle as much as possible so I'm kind of working in line with the government guidelines and then helping clients move forward with that. So what does an actual average day look like for you? I suppose an average day is dealing with my company's clients. So my company is, it produces compostable packaging for the catering industry. And I then work with the clients. Clients can range from sports stadia to government buildings, cafes, um, office blocks, universities, schools, and I then help them recycle their products. And although our focus is organic, so it's food waste and the compostable products they're using in the canteens, I will deal with all their waste. So everything from glass, plastics, you know, general waste as well, and trying to create routes to local facilities where the waste is properly treated, primarily in the UK, and um, can then sort of enter this sort of circular economy model of reusing their waste to produce something which is actually useful afterwards. Okay, so I've now got this sort of mental picture of, you know, the the journey of waste and what does that, I mean, it'd be an interesting thing to think about, you know, how going back, because I was was looking back at what you've done. So, uh, you know, at school, the things you studied, and then you went on to archaeology, and then led into environmental. So, So what was that journey? How did that sort of happen to bring you where you are today? Yeah, I suppose it's a a bit of an odd journey. Uh, At school, I studied sort of biology, history, English and I think PE or A-level and I was quite interested in a broad range of subjects primarily history uh, but also sciences and I decided to undertake a bachelor's degree in archaeology and while studying I sort of focused on the really heavy science areas so it was looking at things like ice cores and carbon Mm -hmm. data which had been um, gathered over the last millennia looking at how our impact as humans has impacted climate change and that sort of sparked interest in environmental sort of sciences and sort of natural sciences and then from leaving my undergraduate in Nottingham I then thought I really wanted to focus on this environmental aspect of of science and sort of looking at climate change and looking at um, lots of different other areas so I, I enrolled in a master's at Edinburgh University but it wasn't my first choice 
um, initially. I <laughs> had other interests as well and sort of was pursuing a few different courses, but ended up on the environmental protection and management course and um, absolutely loved it. It was a really broad course which focused on everything from sort of water resource management, looking at energy usage and sort of wind power all the way through to waste and recycling. Um, also looking at sort of air pollution as well, which is really, you know, sort of cars and industry. And then coming out of my master's, I was really just looking for jobs. And I, I had quite a broad understanding from my master's across a few different areas where people sort of specialise in. And I saw a job role come up at Changeworks, which is a Scottish sort of environmental charity, which also on the side of it have a, they own a recycling company. So they collect all the recycling across sort of Glasgow and Edinburgh. And it's got a real good insight when I was working there. And that sort of sort of stemmed an interest for sort of waste management and recycling. And, you know, in the press, there's loads around sort of microplastics and contamination of plastics um, into sort of human food chains as well as sort of the ocean. And then I was looking at sort of what the alternatives to plastics are. And that's how I sort of found the job at Vegware, which is, creates compostable packaging, um, which are made from plant based materials rather than traditional plastics. But then there's also the difficulty of trying to get those to the correct recycling plants. So it kind of gives like really nice challenges, the job. Um, it's, a, it's a relatively new product onto the market, although the company's been around for like 10 years. It's still a change. People looking at sort of a traditional plastic item, they're using like plastic cutlery. And then they're moving towards a more plant-based material or they're looking at polystyrene containers, you know, for things like burger boxes. And what are the alternatives to that? Well, I, I love the idea that sort of actually what you're doing in your job is is finding solutions for problems that we already have and how you've brought all of that. I mean, if you kind of begin to look back to your days at RHS, you know, how, how do you think your time there influenced your chosen career path? Um, I think I had some really good science teachers, if I'm being honest. Um, there's a few that sort of spring to mind. And I, you know, there was really good facilities at RHS in terms of, sort of science labs and, and getting involved in that. Initially, I probably wasn't a candidate for doing A-level science, and I just kind of pushed and said, "Go on, let me let let me take biology and let me just see how it goes," and 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 it went well. And you know, obviously, my undergraduate degree, although archaeology, it was it was a it was a science-based degree as well, so I needed that to get into the course. Um, I think the science teachers at RHS were definitely, you know, the, the, there are some really good science teachers, and the labs and doing all the practical experiments, and I think you, you know you're sort of given opportunities you might not be given elsewhere in terms of like practicals and a bit more of an insight into industry as well because a few of them have sort of worked in industry and a few of them have like you know varied backgrounds other than teaching yeah I think there's some really good practicals I mean it's interesting you say about the fact that you uh, you perhaps weren't a candidate as first for A-level biology for the different sciences but actually you had to push for that because I mean you know one of the things that RHS talks about is building resilience in pupils I mean that's such an incredible example I mean you know when you think about it um, you know how I mean like when you then went on to university to take archaeology and you know you've got this very broad interest breadth of interest I mean you know what do you think you actually really got from school what 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 aspects of school if you're thinking back to what were some of the best times of school what did you really enjoy when you were there I mean I suppose while I was at RHS I was heavily involved in sport and really enjoyed um, all of the sport options that they had available I was playing sort of hockey netball athletics cross country rounders you know getting involved in all the teams and that was great you know that obviously is just teamwork completely to a T and that helps you out later on in life I think you you do build characteristics, which, you know, resilience is definitely one of them. 
you come away maybe more confident than perhaps other peers that you know I've met through university you you feel a little bit more confident approaching people for help um, especially like lecturers and things I you know I didn't feel there was an issue I could knock on the door walk in and say I'm maybe really interested in this area could I you know take this module or could I have some help with this particular research paper and you know you got you got that RHS you know the teachers were always it was kind of like an open door policy you could kind of just walk in at lunchtime and, and ask some questions or at the end of class there wasn't any sort of embarrassment around you know asking them for help really and I think that's something which is nice and I suppose also yeah the confidence teamwork and I think generally when you're going for like interviews and whether that's at university going for interviews for university places or even for job places I think something RHS taught me is that it's kind of it's a two-way thing it's not Mm -hmm. like you're just going there to kind of like almost beg for this job or beg for this position it's like what can I get from this and I think that RHS is so much choice and you're you know there's so many options for either clubs or activities or sports you know it's what can I get from that you know what am I going to enjoy from it and if you don't enjoy it it's not sort of forced upon you you know if you don't enjoy hockey there's other options to go and do so I think it's kind of that that's probably quite a strong thing which people at RHS are sort of influenced by. Um, I mean it's interesting you talk about sport and obviously you took um, PEA level but also just that team sense I mean you know, for all the things you've been talking about in waste management, working for Vegware, what does it actually look like on a daily basis being in a team? Like, how do you think that's prepared you? So we work, I, I work in a small team, the environmental team in the company is made up of sort of five or six people um, within a wider company of sort of maybe two, three hundred people. And um, you work together to sort of get through projects and to sort of work perhaps with clients together but a lot of the time also you're working not just with your internal team you're working with external stakeholders Mm -hmm. so a lot of my job you know pre-pandemic was I was flying down or driving down to go and see clients across across the UK but also in Europe as well and you'd be meeting with the client site you'd be meeting with facilities management companies waste facilities and you've got to kind of bring all these different people together and um, you, you have to be prepared to sort of take people's interests into account but also sort of try and get your point across and that's the same I think when you're working in any team you're trying to sort of all work towards the same target but also ultimately you know everyone has their own opinions on how things should be done and how projects should be managed Um, and so I think you know being having that confidence to maybe step up and you know speak quite loudly and so get your point across definitely helps in those scenarios and I think that's something which RHS, it kind of, they try and build your confidence in areas like that. And that's probably something I've taken from RHS as well. Well, yeah, gosh, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Because thinking about your future ambitions, how do you think RHS has perhaps influenced or what are they, Annalise? Um, future ambitions. I suppose it'd be nice to step up in the field. So at the moment, I'm working for quite a new company uh, focusing on waste, but I'd quite like to broaden my horizons and work across sort of a sustainability aspect and focus on a few different other areas, perhaps for an even larger company. You know, Vedra has grown dramatically over the last five, six years. And people are always very surprised when they hear it's still sort of classed as an SME. But I think I'd like to sort of step up, work for a larger organisation and make that bigger impact whilst broadening sort of your horizons, you know, sort of looking not just at waste, but looking at energy resources, you know, you're looking at water management and all those things I kind of touched on in my master's degree, but haven't had yet the opportunity to put into a job role. And I suppose, I suppose being RHS, you kind of, you you want to challenge yourself because Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, people don't normally just get stagnant and they don't, they're still pushing for that sort of end goal. And I, I always describe to people that I kind of get itchy feet, like I want to just keep moving and keep pushing forward and I don't know how long that will last for. Maybe I'll get to a point where actually I'm just 
just I'm pretty happy just you know not rocking the boat and staying quite stable but at the moment I definitely want to you know push forward in the industry and it's an industry which is growing you know mm. at such a rate especially you know I'm based up in Scotland and Scotland take climate change perhaps more seriously than um, the government down in England and you know putting policies in place and uh, putting in the infrastructure which is going to be needed over the, sort of the next 20 years so the job market is is, is pretty huge considering I think so maybe five ten years ago it, it was quite a, maybe a bit more of a niche area so perhaps stepping into that sort of wider world. Well I, I mean yeah and I think that's such an important it's such a valuable thing um, which is obviously why it has attracted you and your career has gone on this way and I love those ambitions I mean if you are, if I had a year nine pupil let's say from RHS today and you were going to have to like capture their hearts and minds what would you say to them why should this be something they should go into why should we think they should go into I think there's a lot of reasons um I think it's an industry which I've you know just sort of mentioned is it's a growing industry mm-hmm. um it's not an industry which is taking a backward step which perhaps you know from being up in Scotland you see it up in Aberdeen with the oil industry the oil and gas industry you know maybe five ten years ago there was so many jobs in that market and now the jobs are, are declining so I think it's an industry which is growing so there's definitely potential for you know the opportunity uh, uh, job opportunity it's an interesting area if you're interested in sciences um, but perhaps aren't sort of focused heavily on one particular science and you sort of have a broad broad range of interest across natural sciences as you know in my master's I was focusing on things you know physics heavy physics sometimes heavy biology other times geography a little bit of history was thrown in there looking at sort of ice cores and mm. carbon capture so it's if you're quite broad if you've got quite a broad range of interests you can sort of get a nice feel for lots of different areas without spe- like maybe narrowing it down too early on so a lot of the courses at university will focus on water management air pollution energy waste management even things like food resources at the moment soil you know lots of different areas and then you can sort of then specialize later on so you can get a real good feel for what might interest you rather than perhaps taking a direct route and just studying a straight course which only focuses on one key area that was sort of something I noticed at university there's lots of courses for you know set chemistry degrees which then focus you know push you into the oil and gas industry Mm -hmm. they're quite narrow and then when you leave to get a job if there's not a job in that area kind of a situation where you're then looking okay well do I take more courses or how do I sort of broaden my you know education and knowledge before I get a job. I mean, that just seems such invaluable advice, particularly as it's something that RHS espouses, that sort of idea of, you know, a breadth of interest. Uh, and I mean, would you would you, there be anything else you'd say to them? So, you know, outside of the academic field, what other opportunities perhaps would you advise someone in year nine or someone in year 10 to not let go past? What would you say? I think there's probably quite a few opportunities which I took and I was really glad I sort of jumped on board with. You know, the sport was a, it was, it was a really big aspect of what I got up to on especially, you know, Saturdays and I think it was Monday and Wednesdays back then. Um, so getting involved in the sports teams, I really enjoyed that. I loved going away to matches. I loved getting involved with like the, the whole team, moving up through the years and starting off in year seven and eventually, you know, playing for the first team. It, it's something which, you know, brings around that sort of strong friendship and you get to also meet students from outside your school mm. when I was when I went to Nottingham University I bumped into girls who I played sport with on uh, in other schools so you kind of you broaden your friendship groups as well 
I wasn't too involved with the music area, if I'm being honest, or like theatre and drama, but I have a lot of friends who were, and it's something they've carried on doing since leaving RHS. And some of them now, you know, play in like the military bands as their career pathway. And some of them just recreationally, you know, still are involved in sort of bands on the weekend and singing or going to choirs and things like that. And I, I think that's something which RHS has got huge potential for. And if you're interested in that, it's definitely an area which I think, you know, you should stick to. And I suppose... An area which I was really interested in but didn't take on at A-level was, you know, art and design. And I, I love doing our GCSE and great, great, great facilities. And one of my brothers, you know, he he went down the design tech route. And that, you just don't see it at other schools. And when you speak to students, you know, when I was at Nottingham or Edinburgh and you'd speak to students about their design tech and their art classes and what they could do, it seemed so limited and they had such limited resources in comparison to what I was, you know, used to at IHS. They were sort of saying oh no, if you took art, you could only really do portraits and that was the focus for the whole year. Or if you did design tech, it was just woodwork. There wasn't really the option for looking at sort of, you know, materials and looking at sort of sewing or anything else. It was really just focused on woodwork. So I think if if I could go back, I would probably have pushed more in that area and taken more advantage of that. And something which I really enjoyed in my younger years was the CCF. I, I loved getting involved oh, yeah. in CCF and the adventure weekends and going away to camp and things. And again, that's something which I, I didn't take on at university, but I have friends who took that on at university and would do that on the weekends alongside degrees which weren't related at all. It could be like a psychology degree. And on the weekend, they would go and, you know, go and enjoy CCF with, you know, other students and doing those adventure camps and things. You don't get that opportunity at many schools. And I think that's something I would definitely recommend to people to, you know, pick up and take on. And, you know, with the military background at RHS, you know, the, it's something which, although they're moving away from perhaps slightly, you know, there's there's still a strong st- strong heritage there, and because of that, you know, there's opportunities that you don't get elsewhere. Yeah, actually, the, yeah, because the naval heritage, and of course, all your school houses being named after, you know, famous sort of naval admirals. I mean, just thinking about, can you remember your first day at school? What what was it like? Um, I suppose the first day at school was, you know, other people. It was before everyone else arrived. The first years sort of join a few days before everyone else to settle in, and um, I was in Howe. And it was back before the boarding houses had been refurbished. So you were in proper dormitories. <laughs> and um, I had been at prep school. So I think I was a little bit more prepared, perhaps, than some other people um, and sort of knew what to expect. But um, yeah, it was it was great. I loved it. It was like this new, you know, thrown in the deep end. You had the complete juniors of the school. This is when also you were, you know, living with all the age groups. There wasn't junior mm. houses back then. But I've still, you know, I'm still really good friends with you know one of my one of the girls I met my first day in my boarding house back when we were just 11 um is going to be my maid of honor in like next year so so you're still friends with them now you build those sort of lifelong friendships and you know one of my strongest memories from those first few days is with my matron and still now you know we stay in touch occasionally and I think people like that really put a big influence on your life but yeah daunting but very exciting. I, I remember there being lots of activities in that first, in those first few weeks, including a, I think a few days away to somewhere local to go camping with your whole year group. And, you know, that was great because you'll get thrown in and you, you have, you're forced to speak to each other. Sounds, is that, I mean, it just, you know, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? That, that sort of just that sense of friendship and when you look back. So, I mean, just, you know, how do you think RHS has prepared you for life? You know, what attributes did you gain from your time there? I think noticeably independence, mm-hmm. you know, when I stepped up and went to university, that first year in halls, in your sort of freshers year, as they call it, it wasn't, 
it wasn't that it was exciting but I felt I'd already done that I was like I, I've done this already you know I've stepped away lived away from home done my own washing looked after myself like I can get on with it and I felt I was maybe that one step ahead of a lot of my peers at university because they were really you know a lot of them really did struggle in that first year of moving out of home so independence definitely that is number one I then think confidence. I think there's something RHS gives you and I don't know how, <laughs> but I just see it amongst my friends, you know, from RHS who I'm, you know, still in touch with really regularly. There's just a slight air of confidence. And I think that really helps going into things like interviews. You just kind of get on with it. You just step through the door and just go. There's no sort of hesitation. And I think that is will push you on through your career and also in your personal life that will push you on. And then I suppose other than sort of confidence and independence. I think maybe having a broader view, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, of things in general, perhaps, I don't want to say the world, but like you have quite a broad, you know, understanding of things. And that's only really noticeable when you step step outside of RHS and you, and you meet people your same age who don't maybe have that uh, developed understanding of all these different things that are going on in the world. And they maybe haven't been exp- exposed to as many experiences. I think that's something which RHS gives you is experiences. And that was something which my mum always said as well. She was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sending you to RHS because I want you to go off and have like, you know, the best career and you're going to be so rich and this is going to make you like, you know, the top. She was like, this is, I want to send you there for the experiences it will offer you, which you won't mm. get elsewhere. And that was really important to her. She was like, I want you to go and play sport and actually be actively pushed to play sport. And I, and I, you know, I want you to go and go on adventure camps and spend time with your peers and, and do all these things, which you just, not many people get the opportunity to do that at that age. Well, I just, it's been such a joy to listen to you, particularly about your experiences at school. And I hope that sort of obviously this has brought back, you know, some brilliant memories. And thank you so much as well for just sharing what you, you know, what you value, your ambitions and how you, you know, actually really know that this is an important place for us to be looking at, you know, waste management. So Annalise, thank you this afternoon for joining me. Um, it's been a delight to talk to you and um, we look forward to hearing more of you soon. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, just been nice cat- just reminiscing slightly. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. And that was Annalise Matthews, alumni at the school and environmental consultant with Vegware. Thanks so much, Annalise, for giving up your time and coming on the show today. Our next episode will be coming out soon. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast player. So you get a little notification when it's live and you don't miss our next sit down with RHS episode. Thanks for being with us today. We'll see you next time.